Yes. <laughs> Just blew directly Just into the breathe microphone. Breathe right into it. People like it when you do that. Don't worry, I'll cut it out. A lot of lip smacks and... That's just heavy breathing. I can't help that. You got dry lips or something. I got big lips. Oh, and that's the problem. Yeah. Just pops, popping lips. Mm-hmm. Lip poppers anonymous. <laughs> cough, not cough. unlike my <clears throat> popping locks. It's different, completely mm-hmm. different. Not a like, not alike. Nah, not alike. See, my lips pop like I pop locks. Jesus Christ! I received a text. Hope it's from Jesus. Mm. Is he coming back? Yeah. Is it now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to get raptured. Alex is going to come back. Is he? pick up his mic stand. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's like the same thing. (laughs) He's Peruvian. I hear that he uh, has never aged and that he was in a movie recently. From 1994? Yeah. Yeah. Alex is also in the newest final... uh, Fantastic Four movie. Is he? Yeah. The one that nobody liked? Yes. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Who was he in the new final? Or Dr. Doom. <laughs> Dr. Doom? He was, doc- he was pre- pre-get on the team Dr. Doom. Is it bad that whenever somebody says Dr. Doom, I immediately think of Danger Dr. Mouse? Mario oh, from Smash Brothers? Yeah, Because everybody called him Dr. Doom. He's pretty good. With the Doom punch? Yeah. 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 It is wrong, though. You shouldn't do that. That's my immediate connection that's i think it's a better connection sure sure dr mario is way better than dr yeah. doom i think mf doom the hip-hop r- rap artist motherfucking guy. doom metal fingers oh he's different good. than what i was expecting he's good yeah <laughs> he likes to throw you for loops mm. he does a lot of nerdy hip-hop stuff ah, i see most curious yeah yeah so what's up oh you know just jamming my head full of e3 stuff again so much mm-hmm. i watched too many things today i don't think there could ever be too many i got all all, my work done so i guess it doesn't matter it's all entertainment and it's all very interesting to see anything that's not like super headliner news is always cool to see just because there's always something that's different or off about it and it's they're entertaining to check out and see what direction more indie studios are taking sure and that takes a little bit of diving headfirst into to notice yeah but that's what we got to do this week. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, there's a lot of neato E3 stuff. And then some big stuff we didn't really talk about. Mm-hmm. We should probably like touch on. Like what? Um, that one game we couldn't remember the name of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Days Gone. Oh, we Zombie watched, Motorcycle? Yeah, mm-hmm. so we watched it. <laughs> they had a more of a curated gameplay sure. experience for that. And I mean, it. I don't know. It looks like, um, it looks like we should have done an intro already. Welcome to The Legend of Things. Welcome to The Legend of Things, episode 67. I'm Sean. I'm Jonathan. And we're in the episode now. Let's get so, it on. <laughs> so, uh, Days Gone uh-huh. is like The Last of Us, um, Daryl Dixon edition. Mm. Right? That's probably the best way sure. I can describe it. It's like, oh man, zombies and everyone has to band together. And then there's this one guy just fucking killing everyone. Yep. And that's you. And that's you. Yay. So, I don't know. Supreme murderer. Yeah. It, it seemed like it focused more on using your environment. Yes. Which seems cool. It is nice. It's a nice change of pace. But like the whole go in the bushes, you're invisible thing. Mm is getting a little played out sure so we'll see yeah i'm yeah i don't know yeah i'm tepid towards it sure i don't 
I had no I good feelings or bad feelings. Yet. Yeah, just, I wasn't like amped on it when we first saw the video yeah. last year, and this year I'm like slightly more gameplay. Basically, yeah, nothing too fancy. So we'll we'll see how it is. I hope it's entertaining. I hope they do a good job with the story. I don't know what they do though, because like Last of Us was the father daughter relationship. Sure, and, and I mean, I'm not sure. Isn't didn't they say that both those daughter and wife were dead or something like something that? something like that and it's like yeah like what do you he just seems like a tough guy yeah what's his arc gonna be i don't know like he he's like the tough guy with a heart of gold maybe but that's a little played out yeah i don't know it can't be but if they spin it well i mean we'll see it could be really interesting well it's like all those things are attracted to noise and you're like riding a fucking motorcycle down the road yeah like, that's not ideal I don't maybe know. he has a death wish. Maybe that's his thing. Well, the He's other just... guy had a motorcycle too. They got captured. Oh, so it's like, hmm. I see. And like people did a, um, the line across the thing to like sure. fucking clothesline people, mm-hmm. and they just left his motorcycle there. But they took him. <laughs> then the other guy got clotheslined, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And he just followed the obvious trail <laughs> from the other motorcycle. <laughs> it's like okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Perfect. I don't know. It had a bear. Okay. Like was a, it a zombie bear or a regular bear? It was like a zombie bear, and it was like wrapped in like barbed wire and stuff. Cool, it that's kind of cool. Through a fence, sure, or something. That's an interesting art decision. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know either. Mm. What else? Was there anything else big that we I can't couldn't recall the name of? I can't think. No, it's too hot. It is toasty. I'm gonna eat a potato raw. That seems like that'd be Starchy. a little bit too warm. I don't think it'd cool you down at all. There's a lot of moisture in potatoes. Yeah, but there's a lot of chewing involved. And that's going to heat up your I'm cheeks. I'm not going to chew. Oh. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yikes. Um, that's going to take some serious jaw distension. I got some good mandible strength. Mm-hmm. I've been doing my workouts. Part snake? More than part. <laughs> <laughs> Full-blown naga? Mostly snake. <laughs> Most snake. Oh, I beat Neo. Oh, I beat Well, I beat the normal game. Yes. And I finally got into the DLC stuff that I bought like two months ago. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's hard. It looks fun. Yeah. I like the surprise demons that just start crab walking at you for no reason. Fuck, man. Terrifying. That shit was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I got this guy shit down. And then he just pulls out some weird jump, <laughs> like to- death toddler crawl <laughs> with knives. Oh, man. And, well, I died scary yeah speaking of toddlers hmm. i played a game with toddlers recently you did you, you won called among the sleep Whoa, excuse me what happened i sneeze your head exploded sorry it's okay so among the sleep is a game that i've had for a couple weeks yeah and just haven't put the time in to play it uh-huh. uh turns out the game is a quasi horror based walking sim i'm gonna go on the limb and say it's More like of a crawling a, uh, sim it can be a crawling sim yeah it's a uh, simpler version of amnesia with a little bit less horror because you are playing a two-year-old yeah you are a literal toddler in stars and suns and moons pajamas like a wizard <laughs> yes you're Just a, wizard, like a wizard baby and your mom it's your birthday, so she gets you a little cake. Sure. And then she gives you some cake, and uh-huh. it's delightful. And she takes you upstairs and puts you in your playpen and goes to bring you your gift. Yeah. So you escape, of course, as you do. From you go pen, in that house, you know. And you just wander around. You open the gift. Mm-hmm. It's a teddy bear. Sure. And then uh, you get put down to bed, and then for some reason, in the middle of the night, your bear just gets airlifted by some UFO, effectively, and just vanishes down the hall. Yeah. And so then your goal is to find the bear, and the bear starts talking to you. It's like, hey, 
we got to find your mom. This shit's getting crazy. Mm-hmm. And then your goal throughout the entire game is to find your mom. Right. And you go through the house, a bunch of very interesting um, dreamlike adventure lands. Yeah. And the goal is simply to use the memories that you have of your mom to dive into these dreamlands, sort of like um, Mario 64 where you jump through the paintings. Uh-huh. They have a couple very, very similar sections to that. Sure. And your goal is to find the mom and to learn of the story that's wrapped up in this pretty short, it's like three to four hour game. Yeah. And it's pretty delightfully done. Um, Like you were saying, when you crawl, you actually go faster. Yeah. And you can climb, or I'm sorry, crawl under things like sofas and tables to avoid whatever creepy monster might be around the corner. Yeah, you can mantle stuff. Yeah. A little bit. It's actually a pretty entertaining animation. Yeah. But yeah, you pretty much you can pull out drawers, mantle on top of those to get on top of the full drawer. Yeah, and which your baby with a toddler shouldn't do. No, but you are because yeah. you got to get to that door handle somehow, it's true. and you got to open it up, yeah. and you got to continue. I mean, in Rugrats, Tommy always just had a screwdriver taped to something, <laughs> and that seemed to true. fix pretty much every issue. <laughs> so probably should have went that route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a fantastic story. It's only three to four hours. I think it costs fifteen bucks, and it's on Steam and I think the PlayStation Store. I'm pretty sure it's on there. Yeah. And it's just a fantastic little game. And if you're looking for a unusual storyline with a pretty interesting take on humanity in general, I'd say give it a shot. It's right up John's alley. Yeah. <laughs> it's very curious. It's called Among the Sleep. Yeah. The name is a little confusing. Yeah. But it's enjoyable. Good. Yeah. It's a, weird, it's a weird translation or if it's on purpose or not. I, don't know. I think it is initially Swedish. Sure. I don't remember. It's a European name mm. for the primary creator. Okay. Uh, it was a Kickstarter game, so that was kind of neat. Yeah. That it came to fruition and actually turned out pretty well. A lot of them do. Yeah. There's yeah. a couple little bugs, but nothing that's game-breaking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it was fun. Uh-huh. But that's all I've been playing other than watching E3 stuff pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I haven't played anything except Neo. Mm-hmm. I played for like five or six hours on sure. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday? I don't know. Couldn't say. Sunday. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm pretty locked up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's good. So, how about before we dive into the rest of the E3 games, we yeah. talk a little bit about the recent controversy uh-huh. of Bethesda's paid mods and Rockstar slash Take Two. No mods. Removing mods completely. Yeah. So, what's your take on this? Um, and We talked about it a little already. So a smidgen. The Beth- Bethesda thing, to me, is really stupid. Mm-hmm. Because they said explicitly that would never be the case. <laughs> so now they're just getting rid of all free mods yeah. with the change of a system where if you want to make a mod, you have to apply to Bethesda with your portfolio, your full design decisions and design documentation on what you actually want to do, and how it will resolve itself. Yeah, and I mean, I get that. Mm-hmm. And I get that they're paying people if their shit does X downloads or whatever. Yeah, they're going for milestones. So once so, they um, actually yeah. start to create it, if they hit the milestone of do you know X, finish the main village, then that creator gets paid a certain amount of money. Right. And so on and so forth until they finish the game. But yeah. they were uh, particularly vague about the completed project and whether or not they'd share in any profits. So whether or not they actually make money when the game sure. or when the mod starts to actually get sold, I don't know if that's going to happen i bet they get all the money for selling the mod and you just get paid out at certain that's my intervals yeah yeah i mean i don't i don't like it yeah 
I think it, I think it um, hinders a lot of creative processes. Oh, for sure. And I think a lot of creative people don't that don't do this shit professionally mm-hmm. um, that still do amazing work. Oh, absolutely. Aren't going to do any of this shit. And it's an outlet just for fun. If yeah. somebody wants to sit back and say, "Hey, today I want to make you know a new texture for this game," totally. They're not going to be able to do that because they want to have direct access to be able to distribute it to other people. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of fucked up when you think about it. It's super fucked up. And it's it's not like it's a small community. No, it's, it's a huge. huge community. It what's the game Skyrim's been out for six years now? For six years. And people are still modding the hell out of it because it's easy to access and what you can create is great. Yeah. And there's a great community that's wrapped around it that is making it thrive. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I mean, like I guarantee you whatever their pay scale is is fucking garbage. It might be. I don't know. I mean, what's to stop and who's to say how, how this process even works? What if you submit some great fucking idea and they're like, no. And then they release it three months later. Like, what's your recourse here? I don't know. You know? Yep. Like, how does that even fucking work? Couldn't tell you. It's silly. I mean, Skyrim's dead. I get that they're not making <laughs> new stuff for Skyrim, but other people have carried on that torch for them and that's always been the case with all elder scrolls games Mm -hmm. since mods were possible that's true you know from oblivion etc morrowind all that shit and now it's like this is going to be what the stance moving forward (laughs) is this going to apply to fallout now is this going to apply to any other ip they come out with i don't see why it wouldn't this is like a, a setting the ground level it's just silly yeah it's silly it's um you know it's they i I can't assume they're hurting for money probably i I don't doubt they could make more Mm -hmm. and i guess that's what they're trying to do that might be the case at at some point you kind of got to look at it for what it is (laughs) you're gonna alienate so many people like people will still play the game that's the main issue don't get me wrong i'm sure reddit is shitting its fucking pants about this probably um but they will lose customers of course so I don't think you would freedom. gain customers from this. That I don't think so. Because it's like, oh, I like how structured this is, and how I have to pay money for it. Yeah, like that isn't how it works. Sure. I mean, so. that was um, I watched a video today. I think it was like forty minutes long of uh, Total Brisket. Yeah. Bis- Total Biscuit. Brisket. <laughs> Yum. The, <laughs> the cynical Brit. And he goes into this pretty heavily, where he talks about the Bethesda mod controversy, and then the. Uh, gta yeah yeah rockstar and take two controversy yeah and his stance is a little bit more favorable on this topic simply because the amount of time it takes to actually put into creating a mod quote unquote in any of these circumstances is crazy yeah and usually anybody that does freelance uh work like that costs about 50 bucks an hour sure and so he likes the people anybody that really wants to create something and thinks it's a great idea and are going to put their heart and soul into it they want them to be able to be paid because the amount of time that it takes to create a mod he gave an example i think it was like the forgotten city okay uh it's one of the most popular skyrim mods it was a free mod sure uh takes about close to a year of eight hours a day you know creating this thing yeah and so that would make it very difficult for anybody to actually hold down a job at the same time and to follow that same you know cadence of releasing content right and so having the ability to maybe get a reasonable amount of money in order to do this is a decent way for somebody to sort of try to break into the industry yeah because they compared it also with the guy that did the i think it's the forgotten dungeon or forgotten city uh 
with Nexus mods, how when you download one of the mods, yeah. they have a donate button that's next yeah. to it. And I think it was 0.01% of people actually donate to that. It's the internet, yeah. Yeah, so everybody wants it for free. Nobody's going to start to want to pay for it. Sure. Which is what you alluded to earlier. Yeah. So it's... The popularity is probably going to drop. I mean, I, I understand, like, the stance... I, I think it's a passion project. Yes. And I don't think people do this to be paid. Mm-hmm. Right? Because this likely. is not the most fucking beneficial use of your time yep. if you're looking to make money. True. So the fact that Bethesda is going to be like, no more fr- Bethesda. <laughs> no more free shit. Like, if they had, like, hey, free mods and mm-hmm. paid mods. Yes. Fucking fine. Yes. Everybody's happy. You know, you want to submit this big thing, and mm-hmm. you want us to pay you because it's so good. Yep. And you want to put the work in? Fucking do it. Go yeah, to town, exactly. and we will approve it, and we will give you money X Y Z. And then here's free mods too that other people work Absolutely. on that they that's, didn't submit to us. That's what I'd love to see. Yeah. It's garbage. It's like <laughs> it's a fucking money grub, and it's it like Bethesda be. has never been that way mm-hmm. about this shit ever. And it's they sucks. tried. Last time they did paid mods. And then they were like, sorry, we fucked there up. There was a huge backlash. Not going to happen. Yep. And now they're doing it, like, harder. So it just seems really... I don't see it staying. Honestly. Find out. I mean, I can say, honestly, I would never pay mm-hmm. for a mod that was not created by... Sure. Um, the company. Mm-hmm. Or, like, some someone of, of high enough status where I'd be like, <laughs> this is good. Like, I would, I would never trust it to throw your money blindly at something. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can't do that with some dude who's just working on the shit in his basement in mm-hmm. like Minnetonka or something. <laughs> you know, it could be the best thing ever. But it could be. But less eyes are going to see it now that it's paid. Yeah, and like, what's their like QA process on this shit? That's a good question. Like, how many jobs are they creating on their end just to fucking check these people's work? No idea. It's just, it's just a weird. It's just weird. It is a strange setup. Like, if am I going to pay for something in the weird situation where I do mm-hmm. and it fucking doesn't work? Yep. Like, how is that? I know. How is the that refund go? process going to Yeah. Be? It's like, oh, hey, like, I can't equip anything. Mm-hmm. Shrug? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so weird to me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I think the more sinister one is the Grand Theft Auto route. It's where they just straight up kill yeah. the modding tool. And Cease it, I w- and desist. I wouldn't even say it's more sinister. It's just more black and white. <coughs> it's just like, no, we're not doing it anymore. See, the reason I think it's more sinister is because they came out with that shark cache or whatever it well, is. Well, they've had that forever. But I think it it seems to me, and uh, the total break guy. <coughs> Cough it out. Drink some water. <coughs> drink, drink Got it. it. <coughs> drink some water. Good. Okay. That it's just a way... All the mods are single-player mods that people come up with. Yeah, you None can't of them use are them usable online. multiplayer. It'll kick you for being a cheater. Exactly. Which is fine. That's how it should be. Yeah. But people want to also have that creative freedom to do all the crazy, wacky shit that yeah. you see on you know Reddit gaming all the time. All the time. Which is usually Hilarious. a bizarre... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Some sort of really strange GTA gif of Anything. craziness. Yeah. But... By shutting that down, people are going to be either forced to quit playing the game mm-hmm. or funnel into multiplayer. Right. And those people that were in single player are not going to want to, some of them will not want to grind up their cash res- reserves, that's the word, to uh, actually get all the current content and yeah. all the armored cars totally. and blah, blah, blah. So they're going to be, hey, pay this a little bit of money so that you can uh, get your cash in a little bit quicker so you can right. actually engage with the game and 
use what's out there without having to spend a huge amount of time yeah in order to do that right and so it's sort of it's more black and white because they're forcing people to play the generic game for one in single player and multiplayer and then they're removing any sort of extra crazy that usually comes with gta yeah which is not cool because gta is all about crazy totally and i don't really know when modding gta heavily started i think four i want to say four was like when it really got nuts um i've never played with a mod on gta Mm -hmm. i've never felt the need to or whatever um i get that a lot of people do i've definitely Mm -hmm. watched a lot of videos of people messing with mods oh yes and they're very entertaining mm-hmm. for the most part, unless you're watching someone that sucks at streaming, <laughs> um, which happens a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know; it's dumb. I mean, I still play GTA Online mm-hmm. uh, here and there. It's fun, yep. you know. I don't have any of the stuff <laughs> from <laughs> any of the things, mm-hmm. and I still enjoy it. Sure, the core gameplay is still enjoyable. Oh yeah, it's still a solid game for I sure. Mean, I played, I think, three missions of the single player, and then only played online after that. Yeah. Exactly. And the online is the best part, by far. I think so. Um, and, like, yeah, they're definitely taking... I, I think this sucks, too. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. Um, but at least they're not, like, asking people to develop shit for them. Yeah, but at least that way is a paid offer. This way is Rockstar hiding behind Take-Two so that they don't get the flack. They're going to get the... It, I mean... I mean, Steam has already reflected who, it. Yeah, and who would be so dense as to say, like, Take-Two's fucking this all up? You'd be surprised. I, it is the internet. I would be. But the internet is generally pretty good at blaming Rockstar. I mean, no one even knows who Take-Two is <laughs> anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't really make games anymore. They, aren't they the publisher on uh, XCOM? The new XCOM? Are they? Pretty sure. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah. What about those mods? What if they shut down the modding system for a game like that? Right. Then we would never get the long war. Well, there's no online, so why would they? There is online. Not like compet- Not like a monetary... True, true. Yeah, you can't buy, like, um, tech points or something. Yeah, but if they went down the Bethesda route and shut down modding yeah. until it's paid... I mean, those long war guys wouldn't have been able to put together the awesome products that they did totally. without being able to go through the application process. Yeah. And since the game is pretty much the same game but bigger. modified to be bigger and better, yeah. they probably would have declined it. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, this is not enough unique IP. You know, it's just our game, so stop. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'm also, not saying that uh, the company itself is actually that mentality, but who knows? The option is there. Like, it's a, may, It's still a... It's still an IP. Exactly. And you... You have to defend Any it. company needs to defend their IP yeah. ferociously. Mm-hmm. Because once you let someone encroach on your IP, that opens up... Floodgate. Everything. Anyone can encroach on your IP. Yeah. I mean, those long war guys must have worked on that thing for... Oh, God. Ever. A huge amount of time. Forever. Mm-hmm. And you know why they did it? Because they, they fucking wanted it. to. Mm-hmm. And they did a great job. They did. And I'm sure it's hundreds of man hours. Oh, God, yeah. If not thousands. Thousands. Easily and it's like I'm sure they did a lot of procedural stuff. So they if you do the work up front, it should do the work in the back, but still, I mean it's uh and that's why it's cool too. Yeah. Like you can look past little bullshit things with mm-hmm. player created mods, like oh, when you know that it's a player and it's someone who just did it because they love it. Exactly. You know, like you run by some bullshit error in a two hundred million dollar mm-hmm. game and you're like, This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> like this is garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, I spent money for this. Yep. 
But then when it's a free mod that you really enjoy, and then an error happens, like, oh, man, this game is so good, I'm not even mad that I just got that error. Just do a quick reboot, and it's generally fine. Or you can go to their board and say, like, hey, the shit broke, and they're like, cool, I'll fix it. And they'll be engaged with you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because they're like, cool, like, you're the third person Mm -hmm. that I've talked to today about my mod that I made. (laughs) Like, that's awesome. Yep. They'll be engaged to continue. It's so frustrating. I know. Um, It's bizarre. Especially right now during E3 coverage. Yeah. Like, why would you do that when, like, shit is going off? I don't... I really don't know. The only time that I... Like at a least PR for, nightmare. Yeah, exactly. The only time that I could see this being, like, a viable business strategy would be, hey, we're doing these mods, and guess what? Skyrim 6 yeah, sure. is, like, four months away. We're prepping now. Mm-hmm. You guys get ready. Sharpen up your mod tools. Yeah. And then you're going to jump in and start making some money with us. You got to float it. That would have been... that shit. Yeah. And, that would have been there's no solid. spin. It's just, like, no more... Uh, here's a lengthy process. Mm-hmm. You can send an application with your IP. Yeah. And we may or may not steal it. And we <laughs> might we might decline it and you you may never get to work on it. Sure. And it's kind of But that would have been a fantastic sales pitch. Sure, if that's actually what's happening. Well, <laughs> they would have had to have done it. You yeah. Know, yeah. One after the other. Yes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> they could just say it and not have the one in development now. Mm-hmm. Be like eventually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something to, like, whet the player's appetite. Or just to soften the blow. Of course. Either one. It's a big fuck you. <laughs> I mean, both these are a big fuck you to a lot of people. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I mean, it's not even like they came in with any silver lining for either I'm trying to think. and Well, I guess the silver lining would be technically that you could make money with Bethesda. You could make money. Yeah. And I would be really curious to look back at this in a couple years and see like who's actually made money and how much it was. Oh, for sure. I bet it's ridiculous. It like, might be. low. It might be high, though. What if the incentives are so crazy high that everybody just wants to make something fantastic? Then nothing will get approved. Maybe. <laughs> That's Maybe how it true. works. That's how it works. Oh, man. I mean, and then you could like, yeah, I made my village, and here's these new enemies I skin, mm-hmm. and I have new meshes, and blah, 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 and I sure. made these cool items. And they're like, cool. Like, if they don't test it, who... I'm sure it has to be. Who tests it? I, I assume Bethesda. I made, a, I made a 300 hour added on amount of shit for Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And they're like, cool. We'll test this. Are they yeah. gonna fucking test that? I don't know. They'd have to. Do you know how long that would take? Yeah, I more do. than three hundred hours. I do know. It would take like three thousand hours. <laughs> oh god. I mean, how are you gonna build that shit? I don't know. You gonna hire a bunch of temps? Maybe. Like, what, like, what's your plan here? Couldn't tell you. It's crazy. It's interesting. But let's uh, jump off of the negative part of E three. Okay. And let's go into what is currently one of my surprise favorite games. Uh huh. And that is Hunt Showdown. Hunt Showdown. We saw the video for it today. We watched a lot of stuff on it today and read up significantly. So basically... um, Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. I know. It looks nuts. And it's a mod. It was originally a mod for Crisis. Mm -hmm. And um, it played more like Left 4 Dead initially, I guess. And then Crisis, I guess, laid off a million people and restructured or something. So what is it now? What is Hunt Showdown? So now it's five two-man teams mm-hmm. um, are dropped into like an environment, like yep. a very large environment. And it plays more like um, a Battlegrounds game Yeah, is basically how they're kind of saying it. And it's these two two-man, five two-man teams. Mm-hmm. 
and are all working like witch hunters. Yeah, you're like bloodborne, like yeah. hillbilly witch hunters. Yeah. Um, but they all have like tricorn hats and shit, mm-hmm. or at least in this instance, maybe they'll have different ones. But um, <laughs> yeah, and basically you're there to hunt one or two um, specific like boss creatures. Yep. And in the video we saw, it's a spider. Yes. And it's called, and the, basically the instructions on the level are um, hunt and kill the spider, and that's it. Yeah, and, and then you have to collect the bounty from it and escape the map without it being stolen from you by the other players. Right, who are out to murder you. So everyone's out. These all these these five cells are working for the same goal yes. against each other. Mm-hmm. And there's also um, NPC enemies like zombies yeah. and shit that you run into in this totally dingy, rainy bayou that you're just yeah, charging it was like a through. Swamp. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it was beautiful looking and. <laughs> The idea of a couple little, like you said, cells, two-man squads that are out there with a multi-tiered goal. The first goal is to track, yeah. which you actually have to go into Batman Vision. But when you're in Batman Vision, you're unarmed. It's like, like magic, too, which is yeah, really cool. It's weird, like, psychic energy kind of yeah. stuff that they're kind of trying to track into finding where this creature is. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you can, like, see through the creature's eyes. So you yeah. can kind of say, okay, he's in an attic somewhere. Some actual wooden building that looks really old and run down. Right. And then you have to try to backlog everything else and trace where that creature could possibly be within that map while avoiding yeah. these kind of crazy Left 4 Dead style zombies. They're like zombies or like crazy people. I think they're zombies. Yeah. The way that they're ambling around. But they have specials that are like the tank and Left 4 right. Dead. Yeah. A couple other weird ones with strange abilities while still avoiding your other players. And when you shoot your gun, there's a lot of muzzle flash. Right. Everything's like attracted to light and sound. Yes. So you can use that to your advantage. You cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you you find those pools, mm-hmm. right, in certain locations. And when you look in it, you, you see through the, the yep. thing's eyes. And once you find three, it marks it on your map. There you go. So you know where it is. But you could find it earlier. Mm-hmm. You could find it right away on accident. Yes. And get fucking flubbed. True. So that could happen, too. But, um... Yeah, so you can basically you can replenish like ammo and stuff at like certain parts of the map, but mm-hmm. they're super well lit. Yes. So you need to be careful. And ammo is scarce, so you have to kind of track it as you go. Yeah. And um the weapons are all like hodgepodge looking mm-hmm. and like neat. Um it just looks really cool. I really enjoy that once you finally kill the creature, you actually have to banish its spirit yeah. doing some sort of time ritual. Like a ritual, yeah. And when that's happening on the map the part of the map that you're at actually catches on fire and like the little radius starts to spread out so everybody else yeah. knows where you are and basically at that point it's their job to kill you and take, and take your bounty. bounty yeah and then escape with it right and Which, then escape with it it sounds like it's going to be so much fun but death is permanent yes if you die all the way and don't get revived by your partner you're mm-hmm. dead and you're out of the game yep you also lose that player yeah or that character i guess so basically you can outfit your character so far with equipment and stuff like that and powers mm mm-hmm. Um, which they haven't really gone into at all. No, they haven't. But they said when you die, you lose essentially all of that, but you can buy bloodline powers. And bloodline powers transfer into your new <laughs> your person next who is your heir <laughs> and like takes over the hunt for mm-hmm. you, which I think could be really cool. I think that's a fantastic story. Yeah. I'm really bad at those games, so I'll die all the time. Yeah, but, you know, you'll yeah. get used to it. Sure. I mean, the hardest part about like Player Unknown Battleground is that the graphics are so bad yeah. that seeing people off in the distance is weird and sometimes it just doesn't work totally. and the movement's really f- finicky i mean this thing looked 
amazing. It's on the Crytek engine. So, it's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful, and it's going to be pretty fair. And no computer will be able to run it. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but you have the ability with sight and sound. Yeah. Especially in a dark level, seeing those flashes off in the distance and then also hearing that sound. Uh-huh. Without it being like player unknowns, when you're hearing gunshots from every direction at all times. Yeah. This is going to be much easier to pinpoint the location of. And since you have a buddy with you, you can kind of you know, hide in the tall grass and in the trees yeah. and in the swamp of the bayou, which you can't really do in Battlegrounds right. because you turn your graphics down. So, totally. so if you, you're prone, so that happens. everybody can see you anyways yeah. because there's no grass. That's that's a tactic. Exactly. Um, so it, it's it looks, actually going to be viable. Yeah, it looks nuts. Like the weather changes, mm-hmm. like smoke is really effective. Yeah. Like the fires look exceptionally believable mm-hmm. from far away. Um, Even up close, they look really good. Totally. And then when you, you know, they have like in, incendiary, mm-hmm. like grenades, kind of. Yep. Um, they look like sticks of dynamite, but they, they do. light on fire. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, this is going to blow up. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, woof. But like, <laughs> shit lights on fire. Like, it does. For real. The environment. And then, it's quite like, nice. houses, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks nuts. It looks amazing. I mean, they haven't really released a date for it yet. No. So we'll see. It's still pre-alpha, but according I guess, to the video. Yeah, and I guess since they just restructure or whatever, people are still kind of on the fence on if it's going to get finished. Ooh. I hope it does. But we'll see. Because yeah. the, the amount of lethality, too, when... You shot once, it looks like you're fucking dead. Yeah, you go down pretty quick. So tactics is going to be very important. Yeah, because when they were trying to fight their way out, they mm-hmm. were shooting the other guys just, like, once or twice, and they were going down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The recoil is crazy. The recoil seems realistic. Yeah. Like, all <laughs> over the fucking mm-hmm. place. And I'm sure you can stat into that. Probably. As you get better or whatever, but... It seems like you would just get real good, and then someone would just, like, shank you in the neck in the forest. Yeah. And you're like, oh, damn it. But that increases the replayability, because then your air is going to get something interesting, and then yeah. you're going to continue on and create a new character, and... Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. I'm pretty amped about that. Yeah. That was, uh... It's such, like, a... It, ran, it runs so well and looks so good mm-hmm. for being something that doesn't have any sort of release date. <laughs> uh, God, I know. But we'll see. Hopefully it's tomorrow. Hopefully it's tomorrow. And then you really need to get a new gaming computer. Yeah, I know. I guess that'd be pretty unfortunate. Yeah. I have to drop a lot of money on that. You do. Man. That's what credit cards are for. Eh, fuck. America. <laughs> <laughs> Just need to spend a lot on credit cards and then have Mr. Robot just delete all debt. Sure. Sure. That's a real person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not a show. Christian Slater. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's him. <laughs> the poor man's Jack Nicholson. They, oh, wow. Yeah. Think about it. I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on board with this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So another game that I thought was pretty interesting was Unruly Heroes. Do you have a chance to the take a look The four-player one? Yeah. Look cool. It looks like uh, Rayman just with bros <laughs> instead of Rayman, right? Hmm. Um, like the first time I, the first time he jumped, I'm like, "Oh, this is Rayman." Eh, it's possible. It's a side scroller beat 'em up, mm-hmm. but all of your characters are like Journey to the West style, so it's like Hindu mythology, like yeah, your monkey king kind of stuff. One of the characters is monkey player, king. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One's is this guy in a yellow robe. I think there's a rhino. They're all animals, I feel. I think so. Yeah. But it's, there's like a magic one. Yeah. There's yeah. a bunch of really interesting characters in it. The art and the animation is really completely good. beautiful. Really good. The combo system looks very entertaining as well. Yep. Plus, it's up to four players co-op, uh-huh. which is Same rad. Same screen. Same screen. And it can be PvP. 
So you guys can yeah. drop into a PvP match yeah. and just start kicking each other's ass all across this four-person co-op. Yeah, it looks like if you die, board. too, like, your spirit inhabits um, one of the enemies. That's what it looked like. So you get to do that for a while. Yeah, which I'm not neat. sure how that reincarnation thing functioned, but I don't know. it was pretty rad. It was pretty looking. cool, because at one point they were all the same enemy, and they were, like, howling or some <laughs> shit. And I'm like, what is going on here? But that one was really interesting. Really pretty. Um, yeah, very, very pretty. I'm hoping that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, next one I thought was kind of cool was the last day of June. This that is looks depressing as fuck. Absolutely, yeah. which is my kind of game because it's know. like a walking sim plus you know, Heartbreak. Firewatch. Oh, well, <laughs> Firewatch esque. Yeah, where you play. Uh, actually, the grass really reminded me of Firewatch. Sure. For some reason, the grass in this game. I'm not sure if it's the same engine. They got a lot of sunsets too. They do have a lot of sunsets, which is mostly Firewatch. Which is because you're playing as a guy named Carl who's yeah. really old and he's stuck in a wheelchair. Well, he's, he's only old sometimes. He's that's the you play as the old Carl, yeah, and you are reliving your life through looking at these pictures of you and your wife, June. Yeah. And so, as you go back in time, you get to play through these memories. And based on your actions, it affects the story and what happens to your wife on the last day of her life. Of her life, yeah. And I agree, it's probably going to be super depressing. Oh, for sure, 100%. But the guys described it as a cinematic experience, which I love for games. Uh So I'm really looking forward to seeing this, seeing what kind of alternate storylines are going to be told there. Yeah. Because I'm certain there's going to be the most depressing ending hopefully they got the shiba inu in there maybe yeah and the super happy ending you know maybe it might be good maybe it might be like to the moon kind of situation sure so i don't know i'm really looking forward to it just because it's so unusual the old eternal sunshine yeah uh, let's see what else uh tacoma we have a release date now, August second. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but you were a little bit less interested in this. this I was time. really like super amped on it initially because mm-hmm. they had a lot of really cool concepts. Yes, and like the whole like using sign language to like use a passcode yeah. for a door to me was really cool. And so this is you get to explore a space station, right? That's but a, a seemingly abandoned. I didn't know what the gameplay was going to be. Yes, and the gameplay is like basically seeing multicolored silhouettes mm-hmm. talk about things. Which is not my thing. I know. So it's more my thing. I don't want to watch it. everyone goes to the rapture or whatever. <laughs> you know? Sure. So I have to go change. I have to go get my laundry out of the dryer. Shit. And it's folded. The laundry is done. Woo! Halfway. Mostly. Yay. All right. I'm super sweaty now. Good. Nope. Just the way we like to record podcasts. Yeah. Super sweaty. Mm-hmm. Naked. Yeah. Wrestling. All right. So Tacoma, Tacoma, it's more your jam than my jam. Probably. Uh, we touched on the sign language stuff, though it appears that when you walk around the uh, spaceship or space yeah. station, whatever uh-huh. it is, you're pretty much just watching silhouettes of people that used to be here. Right. And it seems like that's the majority of the story is seeing this replay of events that had previously occurred. Yeah. And I, I don't know if there's going to be more than that, but it seems intriguing to me. Yeah. Yes, to you. <laughs> I think it looked more interesting when I knew less about it. Sure. But that's just me. I mean, that's pretty much for everything. Yeah. Whenever there's a little bit of a hook, then your mind fills in things that... Right. It's same thing with terror. Like H.P. Lovecraft's famous quote. Famous. Famous quote. <laughs> so yeah, it's curious. Yeah. Um, I'll still play it. So we shall see. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Z fighting game yeah 
Dragon Ball Z Fighter. Yeah, by uh, the same guys who do Guilty Gear X or whichever the last one was. Sure. Don't know. I've never actually played a Guilty Gear. They're good. Why? They're really complex Mm. technical fighters. Sure. I'm terrible at it, but like (laughs) when you watch people play that know what they're doing, Mm -hmm. it's like it's nuts. That's why I bought Injustice for the first time because I watched an Injustice tournament. Yeah. And turns out I'm really bad at that game. Yeah, I'm okay. (laughs) But, uh,. It just looks really great. I mean, in the in the Dragon Ball Z um, art style, Very and it just so. melds everything together so well. It does. Where it's like this, it just flows really, really well. Mm-hmm. Not when I play, probably. Probably not. But it's it, nice that you can do three versus three. Yeah. So you can actually tag in you yeah. know, the rest of your companions, like the Capcom Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah. Or Capcom kind of, versus SNK. Yeah, sure. A lot of the Capcom. That was a staple in those versus, kind of games. Yeah. Which it's fun to see. Yeah. Having odd team ups with. You know, strange Dragon Ball characters. Like, why is Piccolo on the same side as Cell? Why is Wolverine on Ryu's team? Yeah, basically. All that fun stuff. Yeah. But that should be interesting. Uh Uh-huh. It'll be something I'll partake in probably once or twice. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. If the the price is right. Exactly. Yeah. Although maybe it'll be one of those fighting games that just hooks me. Could be. I mean, there's only really two that do, and it's Soul Soul Calibur and Smash Brothers. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Soul Calibur is never going to get a sequel. I wish. I wish they would. So good. They got to bring back uh, Talim so you can start winning again. Yeah, well, Cassandra, I was, I took over as Cassandra instead. I know. Yeah. Still not nearly as I terrifying. see how it is. Yeah, I was good with Talim. <laughs> too quick. They got rid of her house. completely. They did. They didn't even fill her with another she spot. She was in two, right? Uh, or three. Three. Okay. I want to say two and three. Hmm. I she think was, she was only in one. In one of them. She was older in one of them, though. Are you sure? Maybe she was in three and four. Because, um... I think she was only in one. There was, like, little kid Talim and then slightly older Talim, I think. Hmm. It's been a while. It has been a very long time. The character creator in that was so fun, too. Oh, God, yes. So fun. Oh, man. Yeah. It could make some ridiculous characters that were just so entertaining to play. Yeah. It was... It was... It's perfect. I made Slashteroth, which was pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's right. He had the black top hat uh-huh. and... Oh, Curly man. Curly hair. That was so fun. We Just made, playing online against other randos. Everybody. Mm-hmm. There were like 40 slots. <laughs> There's too many, some <laughs> too might many, say. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Battletech? Battletech looks really good. It's kind of a surprise. I thought it was going to be... Because there is a Battletech that exists... Oh, no, it's a Mech Warrior mm-hmm. game that exists now that's an action yes. game. Yep. Um, and this is like a turn-based... Turn-based strategy. Like, um, armored Core. Yeah. Which is by far one of my favorite games ever. I, I played really the like last it. Armored Core. Very the last one isn't turn-based, is it? No, none of the Armored Cores are turn-based. What am I thinking of? I don't know. Armored Core is always the uh, third person over the shoulder where you get to upgrade your mechs. and Not that. It's all timed missions. Which one am I thinking of? I don't know. What are you thinking of? Not that one. Is it also Battletech? No. Hmm. I can't remember. No, no. I'll look it up. Okay. But it was turn-based, like, it was Final Fantasy Tactics, but with mechs. Sure. And you got special abilities, like, your people had their own levels and got their own special abilities Mm -hmm. that you'd steal from other people when they used them. So you had to, like, do a button combination. When someone used a power, you could steal. What? And then there was a chance that you would get it. That's neat. Yeah, it was weird. And then there were, like, melee ones and ranged ones, Mm -hmm. and they had different classes. Sure. You could switch out all their parts and all their um, weapons and stuff. That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. It was really cool. How long ago was this? It's called, what is it, Front Mission. Front Front Mission? Mission? That doesn't sound right. (laughs) I think that it's, 
I had it on PS2 or 3. Mm-hmm. Um, it had all this big arcing storyline where you switch between like three different uh, okay. perspectives or sure. groups. It was really good. It sounds like something I'd be totally down to play right now. Yeah. Hmm. I think it is called Front Mission. Front Mission? Let me look. I'll look it up. If it's on PlayStation, hopefully it's been revitalized to the store so I can just... No? I don't think so, but it, it is Front Mission. Hmm. All right. <laughs> well done. Front Mission 2 through 4. Hmm. 4 is, um, if I recall, not turn-based. Oh. And I bought it, and I was very disappointed. See, so Front Mission 3 is what I'm aiming for. 2 and 3. I have them. So on disc, yeah, oh, still viable, yeah, nice, yeah, well done, yay! So that's Battle what Battletech Tech looks like. <laughs> so you move your guys, you know, x amount of dots or squares or whatever. Mm-hmm. You attack, you you know, shit triggers. It yep. looks like <clears throat> very similar. Yeah, it's you all location. Yeah, locational damage. So you can try to destroy somebody's arm armor yeah. and then disengage the weapons. Too. Oh no! I know you can target the pilot. <gasps> the easiest way to take a mech out yeah that makes sense <laughs> only certain guns can do it otherwise oh, okay. you have a random chance when you mm. fire like shotguns or machine guns Ooh, brutal um but then once they kill the pilot in one of them you can jump out and take their mech really and then it adds it to your motor pool hmm. yeah that sounds fun it's neat speaking of tactic style games mm-hmm. there was an interesting one called war groove did you take a look at that video? Yeah. It looked like an old NES-style tactics, like Final Fantasy tactics-style game. Oh, it's like Advance Wars. Yeah. But yeah. it's um, mm-hmm. but it's medieval. Yes. Yeah, it looks good. And it's by Chucklefish. Yeah. The guys that helped bring us Stardew. Star, uh... And the other one, the Space Terraria. Yeah. Terraria. Space Terraria. Yeah. Space Aria. Yeah. What was that called? Galaxy something. Or... Galaxy Quest. Yeah, that's not that's it. That's not it. Starbound. That's Starbound, that's it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Stardew, Starbound. Starbound is in its full release now. Yes. And no one plays it. Well, no, no one that I know. That's because it's been out for like three years. It's actually a lot of cool stuff. I'm sure it is. But that's the problem with early access is that... You would get ruined. Yeah, you can't like... If they came out with all that shit at the same time, people's yeah. minds would just be like blown. I know. But since it was just a staggered release, everybody has different expectations. So the first people who played it, it's like, it's okay, I'll wait for something new. Yeah. Next people are like, hey, this is pretty cool. And then they stop. Next yeah. people are like, this is something completely different. I tried to go back to it, and it's it's cool. Yeah. But it just takes a long time. Yeah. It's the same thing as Terraria. I tried to go back to it, too, and it just yeah. it didn't click. It's okay. I played maybe like six hours. I was like, okay. Yeah. That's enough. But I didn't get a cool mech or anything. Like, I wanted all the stuff. Yeah. You know? takes Same time. thing problem I have with Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. But, um... Anyways, Wargroove. Wargroove. It looks pretty rad. It looked like an NES game to me. Uh, it's got multiplayer, which is pretty cool. It's like a GBA game. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, the thing... The weirdest thing about it that struck me is since you're walking along this little, you know... World. I guess battleground slash yeah. world simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And moving your units to, you know, get swings on other people... The targeting reticle for when your character stops and then you open your interaction menu where it's like attack or you Is it a crosshair or something? No, it's a box that goes around the square, but I am my mind was immediately triggered because I'm ninety percent sure that that is the exact box and targeting reticle that was used in the original Act Razor. So when you were the Cupid and flying yeah. around and shooting yeah. arrows, uh-huh. you know how you pause the game and sure. 
did uh, items or spells. Yeah. That little box reticle that really? pops up on squares. Oh. I'm fairly sure is I mean, the exact same one. I'm sure it's not uncommon. I This is the only time that my mind has triggered and said this is the same That's one. That's weird. And we were just talking about that game recently, though, too. I love Act Razor. I know you do. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Nick Arcade. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey cannot go left. <laughs> no, he can't. But, yeah, it was a super curious game. Uh, the best part for me is that they're releasing a map editor and a script. Thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, a script generator so you can actually create your own maps and design your own campaigns with triggered events. And you can share those freely with people online. Freely sharing. Freely. <laughs> and that's just so rad because, you know, it's a super simple looking game. You know, tactical battles, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Nothing that seems too crazy. Uh-huh. And just to be able to share, like, your weird little stories and interactions and have maybe some cool triggered events that might spur some imagination. Yeah. It's, it's neat. Yeah. Um, it looks like it plays just like Advance Wars. Mm-hmm. You just run your rock, paper, scissor unit into the other rock, paper, yeah. scissor unit, and you're off to the races. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> looks good. It was curious. Uh, another very interesting game, based on art style alone, Griftlands. Griftlands looks neat. Yeah, it's like uh, like those heavy metal, yeah, anim- exactly, like American style anime, the old like eighties style cartoons. Like I want to say those nineties, yeah. and it's like just very um, post apocalyptic space ish, like yeah. scavengy. It reminded me of Numeria, num nums, Numenaria, Numenaria, yeah, just because it felt like that same. Yeah, it was like magic and like relics and shit, but it's future. Yeah, your dude has a knife. Other people have guns, and you're like, we're all pretty much even here. And then the combat scenarios looked fun because you had three people in the field, and you got to swing back and forth, take shots. Seemed like it might be an interesting adventure style. I'm sorry, RPG style combat game. Which it looks weird, and the cuts were really interesting and bizarre. So it's. It seems like it's kind of taking that oddball, like, wackiness. Yeah, I think so. But, like, that's the tone, not, like... 100% the, the theme. Tone. Yeah, so it seems interesting. Yeah. It, once again, nice change of pace. Totally. Now, after I've seen the video, just because of the art style, it hooked me immediately. Yeah. And from what they showed, it seems like the amount that you can convince your way out of a, a battle or do stealth or, you know, whatever kind of battle system sure. you want to do... It's going to have that option for you, and that means that there's going to be a lot of fun to be had. Hopefully. A lot of magic, a lot of replayability, a lot of very odd scenarios. You're reading a lot into it from what we saw. That's what it said at the end. (laughs) Yeah. It said, like, a bunch of keywords in rapid-fire formation. It did. And I'm... They hooked me, so I'm I'm interested. There's a lot of interesting art styles this year. Yeah. Like, not a lot of, um... I mean, your fair share of generic things, but, like, there's a lot of, like, interesting stylized stuff i think it's because last year was the year of the flat 2d but pixelated you know characters or creatures so i think since everybody dogpiled on that one everybody's like what's the next thing gonna be and this is like just the middle ground between this is realism just and everybody's like jumping into different you know, stuff the stratosphere just to find out what might work and so far it looks like it all works well a lot of it does yeah totally yeah but i was curious um the other game that i found of interest was tunic which to me looked like seems silly to me. It felt like old Legend of Zelda, but mixed with um, uh, Bastion, because you just play as a fox, you get a sword, and you yeah. get your tunic, and you have that uh, Ocarina of Time style targeting system where you get to right. walk onto a target and sort of flank around them. It had a little bit of the dodging mechanics from uh, Hyperlight Drifter, right? Which caught me as well. Totally. 
and yeah just the the perspective angle of bastion plus the bright and fluffy colors it's very bright it seemed like it might be a very fun action hack and slash kind of game curious to see like what it has going for it i don't know i thought the combat was a little boring it might have been a little slow yeah they did like the dodges are really fast and the attacks are kind of meh yeah so but it's obviously we've seen like 30 seconds of gameplay so but I'm very interested in it. It seems like it could be a nice little genre mashup that yeah. could turn into something really interesting. It's a fox with a shirt. What's not to like? Right? Yeah. And the game's named after his tunic. His shirt. Yeah. Woo. Totally. <laughs> but that's pretty much my list of stuff from E3 Part 2. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we touched on everything that I, I found super yeah. interesting. I mean, we saw a lot. We saw a lot of things, yeah, and I think we've talked about all the real standout stuff. I mean, Cuphead got another little view. Mm -hmm. We'll see if that ever comes out. Uh, They said September. Yes. September is their proposed release date. We'll still see. Mm -hmm. Mountain Um, Blade 2. We didn't talk about it much, but we already have Ad Nauseum. We love it. Yep. If it's the same gameplay with better graphics and more stuff, it's the fucking best. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Like, I don't know what else. (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing else to say. Well, I did read read a little bit more about it today. Oh. um, Because there was a video I didn't watch. There was the normal cavalry one and then mm-hmm. there was a cavalry archer one Ooh, um, do tell. the archer one was was not very good honestly <laughs> but um he actually got off the horse and started mixing it up uh, and almost died which was hilarious because nice. on the other one the guy had full health the whole time oh. he couldn't be hurt mm-hmm. this one the guy almost died that's red which was, which was cute but um now you can be in other people's if you're with another party mm-hmm. they'll give you orders and they'll really? actually like reward you based on how you cover them what yeah that's rad i know that's really cool so that's really neat so you can be in a group but not be the commander yeah <clears throat> you know like when you get called by a marshal to like join a king mm, in the okay. campaign yes. it's probably like that sure um or maybe now they'll have a more fluffed out system where it's like you don't just have to be a mercenary really mm-hmm. you can be like i'm part of this kingdom and the yeah. guy's like cool like <laughs> let's I'm work okay together yeah instead of just being like hey i want to marry your daughter and mm-hmm. the guy's like nah man you're a bitch and like whoa <laughs> i won this tournament though and he's like okay maybe if you win six more tournaments yeah i know. talk like, to okay, my well, daughter every day i'm gonna do it anyway because the money's good exactly until your odds get all fucked up yeah you have to go to a whole nother country to mm-hmm. fight oh man yeah then they don't know you nope <laughs> i'm gonna bet four thousand gold on myself yeah and then you lose or shit mm-hmm reload but um <laughs> so that looked interesting mm-hmm. and there the ai is a lot better um you can split formations like How on the fly work? really yeah so i'm not really 100 percent sure how that works i have no clue i read that and i'm like oh uh? yeah right but i have no uh, on the fly some mail so it's like an order that you do sure um they actually have little animations now when you give orders like the guy's like rally on me and the guy's like spinning his sword mm. over his head sure pretty cool but um Engaging. i assume like it takes your little unit that you're in um for example if you say like cavalry with me mm-hmm. and you split it it probably just half of them stay with you and the other I ones do their own thing no clue hard to say game looks amazing <laughs> the graphics look really good yes they do um the environments are really pretty mm-hmm. and so far we've seen desert <laughs> yeah and the castle siege and the siege yeah. but the desert looks very believable the dust is awesome mm. there's little like shrubs at the bottom of sand dunes where they belong nice i mean it's it's weird it's like they've put some effort into it i mean they did last time too <laughs> they just didn't have any money yeah true. i think is the issue did they give a release date on this or no. any hint it's still tbd damn it damn it i know it's bullshit 
Oh, well. Yeah. Well, now we can end on a sour note. Womp womp. <laughs> Bethesda and Rockstar are jerks. But Hunt the Showdown. Yeah. Oh, also, we just watched uh, some other trailers for the Darwin Project. Darwin Project, another Battlefield. That was I mean, a, a Battlegrounds game. Yeah, that was a wacky Battlegrounds game, but yeah. there's eight people. Uh, you're in a frozen wasteland. The goal is to survive, I think, the cold and the other players. Yeah, it looks like there's some interesting like tracking mechanics. Yeah. You can see when people have gathered stuff, mm-hmm. um, which seems really interesting. And then you can track them that way yeah. for a certain amount of time or, or some shit. And you can lay traps. You can have melee weapons and bows. But then you also have super high-tech stuff like a cloaking device. Or, or Yeah, shields. And it just seems like a super wacky... Well, do you remember Monday Night Combat? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought about watching Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. The announcer is just like, oh, look, and it's this guy. And yeah. he's going to go for the gold this time, folks. And he's yeah. clearly talking to the audience as all of you are fighting to the death. But in a very happy and... Monday Night Combat style announcer right. voice where they're just talking shit when something bad happens. Like, oh, he got shot in the chest. Monday Night Combat was hilariously it fun. It was. And it really... I didn't get to play nearly enough of it for mm-hmm. what it was, but it's a, it's a great game. Yeah. And so this looks like a gross combination of those yeah. two games with well, and this is an also a, Battleground. Well, this is also a serious Xbox title, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't made by the same people. Maybe. It was very, very possible. But yeah, it, it looks has, definitely has that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Looks great. I'm excited to play that. Yeah, it looks good. And no, plus, it'll be on PC. That's true. Because Xbox is smart like that. Sometimes they're like, "Hey, everything we make is going to be on both." Yeah. Wah, 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 Surprise! Because Windows 10 is on both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait till they make us get Windows 10 to play. Yeah, those that's games. what I'm dreading. <laughs> that one day when I have to upgrade from seven. When <laughs> you get a new computer, you should just upgrade it. I'm not going to. Okay. Why would I want to do that? Just, I'm gonna hang on just like I did with XP for as long as I could. I hang on to XP for a long time. I dodged Vista. Yeah, I didn't do Vista at all. So that was good. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> there was another game trailer that I watched right after um, the Darwin Project. I can't remember what it was, but it also intrigued me. Hmm. Shit. Not enough, apparently. Hmm. Think about it. Catastrophe. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think that's it. That's pretty much it. All right. What you gonna do? Nothing. You gonna fold your underoos? Alex is here to get his mic stand. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, I'll fold my underoos. <laughs> Thanks for listening to <laughs> The Legend of Things. Um, check us out on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitch, and uh, send us an email. Check out our website, thelegendofthings.com. Send us a message on Facebook if there's anything you want us to check out or if you want us to plug anything for you. Because people listen. They do listen. There's at least three people that I know of. At least three! <laughs> um... Thanks for the fresh likes. It's always nice to see. There you go. And have a good rest of the week. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Legend of Things. Check us out online at thelegendofthings.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things. And for the love of all that is good and holy, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, this has been The Legend of Things. Things.